You're with Julian on the Brown Oats, and just a quick recap on the Oscar nominations, given it's been a, a quite controversial year uh, for nominations, largely because of Barbie. Um, <clears throat> look, I agree. The The number one film of, of the year was Barbie because of a number of reasons, um, but particularly, I said when I reviewed it, I thought that it was a shame that... Um, Ryan Gosling as Ken was getting so much more plaudits than Margot Robbie was because she shone as Barbie. She was brilliant as Barbie. So to not recognise her or a film that was very unusual and imaginative and blew the box office apart, not to recognise the director or the actress was, I think, a, in a film which was about uh, the the patriarchy and uh, feminism underneath the surface in a much cleverer film than it needed to be uh, is is yeah, one of the crushing ironies of the modern Oscars. Um, and it doesn't matter what you say. Like, There's no way that Flowers of the Killer Moon is a good film uh, or Killers of the Flower Moon. Which way around is it? That was a mid-tier Scorsese film. So there's no way that that Martin Scorsese deserves a Best Director nomination and um, that she doesn't. It's ridiculous. Um, we did get... So out of the Best Pictures, I haven't seen all of them. Um, I said Oppenheimer was my film of the year. I stand by that. Um, and I haven't seen anything to suggest otherwise. I said Killers of the Flower Moon was a film that didn't deserve the um, amount of attention it got. I've missed so many of these. Uh, Zone of Interest, Poor Things... Past Lives of No Intention in Watching Because It's a Romance, The Holdovers, Anatomy of a Fool, and American Fiction. So I haven't even seen most of these, but I'm still, you know, there's no way that um, we don't get the Barbie director in that list. It's just ridiculous. I mean, Martin Scorsese's Irishman, I thought, was a masterpiece. Um, this is nowhere near, and uh, it's a flat film that doesn't earn its runtime, unlike its predecessor. The best actor is going to be interesting because I think it would be a real shame for Cillian Murphy to have put in the yards he did with Oppenheimer and so centrally frame a three-hour biopic in every frame uh, and not win. But when you do get a film that will likely sweep a number of major awards, perhaps Best Picture and Director and Screenplay and so on, they often, the people voting often say, oh, well, we'll give an acting one to one of the other films. So that's where it's going to come in for a bit of a worry for them, uh, which is the fact that I think, you know, I watched Maestro recently and the acting from Kerry Mulligan and Bradley Cooper in that film is off the charts. It's ama They're amazing performances. Uh, the idea that Cillian Murphy or Bradley Cooper won't win an Oscar is is weird, but the idea that I haven't seen Emma Stone in Poor Things, but everyone's saying about how it's you know a shoe in, um, but the idea that she won't win or Kerry Mulligan won't win or that Lily Gladstone won't win, that almost is I think for female actor it's the like Best Actress Oscar this year is probably one of the most hardly contested. Um, I really, really hope. I mean, it's going to be sad if Lily Gladstone doesn't win. She's in a better position than Cillian Murphy because I don't think Killers of the Flower Moon is going to win any other awards. So she might get the award for acting. <clears throat> and, but then again, I don't think Maestro may end up winning any outside of technical. So uh, Kerry Mulligan could win. 
I think Harry Mulligan's performance is better, but L Lily Gladstone is slightly hamstrung by weaker material, I think. Um, I really hope Emma Stone doesn't win. I think her performance in La La Land was sitcom level and the most misguided Best Actress award given in the last 15 years, to be honest. So I don't, even if she is worthy, uh, she deserves payback for winning it for that. She could have won for The Favourite. That was an amazing performance. All three actors, actresses in The Favourite could have won an Oscar. Uh, one of the best acted trios in modern film history, and, none of, and only one did, uh, uh, Olivia Colman, who I actually thought was the, the third best out of the trio. Um, <clears throat> I guess the... Um, we're in a place now where the most woman movie of modern times could end up winning two Oscars for a man and none for a woman. Because Ryan Gosling's up for the song Ken and also, or whatever that song is, and also for um, Best Supporting Actor. I didn't think he was that great. I've been a champion of Ryan Gosling for years, but um, he's deserved Oscar nominations for another five or six films over Barbie, really. Um, I... Everyone wants Robert Downey Jr. to win for Oppenheimer. Uh, he may well do. Um, I actually think it's Robert De Niro's best character that he's played in probably this century. Uh, brilliant character in Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, so I don't know there. I mean, I don't see Killers winning anything major. So maybe he, w maybe De Niro might sneak it. But um, it's a bit off that... Um, if Ryan Gosling walks away with the only major Oscar, because Barbie isn't winning Best Picture, it's not winning Best Director. So that would be a bit off, won't it? And especially if he wins Song as well. And I'm I'm actually worried that he won't win Song because I cannot stand Billie Eilish. I think she's such an industry plant and such a con, and her music's terrible, and she already has an Oscar for a terrible Bond theme. And people voting might turn around and say, well, we're not going to give an award to Ryan Gosling because he's a boy. And then give it to the other nomination, which is a Billie Eilish song. Like it's a Billie Eilish song. A song that has Billie Eilish's name on the writing credits. Um, best Supporting Actress, Emily Blunt doesn't deserve to be there for Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan can't write female characters, but um, I thought Florence Pugh was better in that film. I don't understand what's going on there. <clears throat> and of course, America Ferrara's turned up for Barbie. No, she didn't deserve to have a Supporting Actress nomination over Margot Robbie having a Best Actress nomination. So those are the main points of interest, I think. I really hope that The Boy and the Heron from Miyazaki wins um, Best Animated Feature because I really didn't like Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It was one of the most overrated films of last year, but could easily win. Uh, Elementals, the, I think the first Pixar film I've switched off after half an hour felt like watching the Big Bang Theory. It was awful. So that's about it. I'm not going to whine on about these things anymore. Um, I, I do think Oppenheimer deserves all the credits. Maestro is incredible, but uh, it's not overall as in the same league as a film. But from direction and the two lead performances, I'd be worried if I was anyone else. But I still hope really that Cillian Murphy wins. I think he's the... Like Margot, he was the centerpiece of a film that was one of the two biggest film events of the year. They were both incredibly lead actor led. Um, so I think, you know, I would love to see him get that one.